Hey, what's up, everybody? Viral Music Hub is back, and I am your host, Lawrence O'Brien, as per usual. Um, and today I have a really special guest and someone I've been wanting on the podcast for a long time now. And finally, we got the time to do it. Um, please welcome Ella Sari. How are you? Hello, how are you? I'm fantastic. I'm so happy to have you on finally. Um, but it's been one of those things I've been, you've been like one of my top targets to oh yeah it's been months of Uh, us trying to get uh, this get this figured out and i was like i i put my fist today i was like yes when you messaged me i was like yes i was like i was like i was like struggling i'm like trying to figure out who am i gonna get i'm like oh my god Mm -hmm. i don't don't have a guest for this week and then all of a sudden it was just like oh my god the the lights opened up and the the divine providence the heavens yes yes (laughs) the heavens opened up and you arrived I was like, so, so good. So, yeah. So, you know, what? So how, uh, um, you know, music wise, how did you start off in this whole music thing, you know, early on in your life? I always try to ask that as the first question here, you know, and I like to get a, a beat on like how you got into music and like mm-hmm. what, what started you going on music from a younger age? Um, honestly, I don't know. Like my dad is very gifted with music. Like he's been playing guitar for like 20 plus years. My mom can sing pretty well. So it's kind of like oh, I've always this. loved music. But um, I don't know. I grew up watching a lot of old musicals. Like, I don't know if you've heard of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers type stuff. Oh, no, but I'm, I'm, com- I'm totally clueless when it comes to musicals. My girlfriend would be yeah. like would be very vital for me right now. If I yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> calling like her a like- lot of mm-hmm, like a lot of old classics. And I just love musicals. And I just like to sing around the house all the time. So it was just kind of like years of that, a lot of that, just singing around all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, like, I, it, it doesn't surprise me that your parents, you have like, you got the musical genes. I could tell, like, mm-hmm. you just, you're just like a natural, yeah. you know, like <laughs> I, my parents were not musical people. Like my dad, my dad is like, loves music, but he can't do anything music wise like mm-hmm. he, he's he's a he can't play an instrument he can't sing worth a, a shit i'm sorry dad but <laughs> i'm dragging i'm dragging you right now but i'm like don't don't take it personally if you listen to this yeah. sorry he would probably agree with me but um <laughs> and my mom never really you know did anything you know my grandmother used to sing on the radio a little bit but that was oh that's that, nice that was about it so yeah but i never really got the yeah nat- i never had that natural music musician gene in my family i don't know how mm-hmm. i how I ever, you know, I just had to like really learn. So I didn't, I never had the mm-hmm. natural, the natural gifted talent for it. I had to really, you know, work at it myself, but, um, Oh yeah. Um, well, definitely too. I think I really had to work at it. Cause I remember, so I don't know, I never took voice lessons or anything, but I do remember singing all the time. And I went through a lot of phases with like different singers that I enjoyed. And I'd be like, man, I want to hit the note like that lady. So I would practice and I would practice till I could kind of sort of do it. And I did notice after like a couple of years, I was like, Hey, I can sing kind of like her now. So it's kind of like, wow. it, it does take a lot of, a lot of um, practice to do that kind of did, thing. Did you ever take lessons at all? Voice lessons or guitar lessons or, or I didn't. Like that? Wow. No. That, that's um that's pretty impressive <laughs> yeah i would really still like good. to thank you yeah i mean that you know some people you know just i mean it's crazy to me like the amount people can do without lessons you know i had to take mm-hmm. i took guitar lessons but when i i had no idea where to start when i started playing guitar oh i didn't either yeah uh, for I, sure 
I was like, oh my God, thank God my dad was like, yeah, we're going to get you lessons. Like, I think, he was, <laughs> I think he was tired of hearing me play random notes and just sounding like a complete horseshit. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think this might be a good idea. So, yeah. um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it's remarkable for you to have not had any lessons at all for what you're able to do. Um, I'm, yeah. I am eternally je- jealous of how well you finger pick. I am absolutely, oh, thank you. God awful at finger picking. I have never been good at it. I will probably never be good at it. And I've accepted that and I will never like yeah. attempt to be any finger picking aficionado by any means. I'd love to do it here and there if I can, but it's mm-hmm. not, not my strong point. It will probably never be my strong point. So I like have all the respect in the world for people who can do it. And you are like really good at it. I was, I'm like, I, oh, every, time thank I, every, you. every time I watch you, like, it, and like your voice is great, but I just like, I fixate on that. And I'm like, Oh my God, she is so freaking yeah. good at finger picking. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh, thank I, you. I'm like, you are just so damn good. Like I, and that, the fact that you never had lessons to learn to do that is just, yeah. Oh well, gosh, I'm, I've been feeling pretty bad about my guitar playing lately. So that's really sweet of you. Oh, oh God, please yeah. do not feel bad. You are really good. I mean, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's I, definitely, I am, it's a learning thing for sure. I am so jealous of what you're able to do. I, I'm like, I, I wish <laughs> I could do, I really wish I could do that. I'm like, I cannot, I can never even do that right now. Um, I would have to practice it probably like so, so much. And I, even then, I don't know if I could you just very, mm-hmm. very, um, and even me, I know I've always had a struggle with playing and singing at the same time. So I, I tend to have a better time playing like whole chords when I, I play, you know, cause it's a, mm-hmm. lot, a lot easier for me to sing and play like whole chords to even process singing and doing what you do at the same time. That is just so out of the galaxy for me. I just like, oh. so yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Please, so please do oh, not take Please do not take what you do for granted because a lot of people wish they could do that. <laughs> so it's oh bless you're, you're, you. You're a lot more talented than you realize. So don't don't oh, thank you. Knock yourself. It's it's a very hard thing to do. And um and I want people to recognize it's not it's not easy to do that. Um but you know, I've always found you very interesting. You are like a very old soul. Um Man, I'm extremely I, old. I, like it's it's I, I'm like, man, you're such a throwback, dude. Like, and I, I mm. love and I love it. You're like, it's like somebody like transported you from the early 70s and like you like got lost here for some reason. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't know like how yeah. you, how you ended up here, but like man, it's like you just you remind me so much uh of like the singer-songwriters from the early 70s, I could, obviously mm-hmm. I could see you get so much inspiration from the, you know, oh, the, yeah, Simon and, the, the Simon yeah. and Garfunkels, the James Taylors, the, you know, Carol King mm-hmm. from, of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's so evident in your playing. I mean, like, as soon as I heard you the first time, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, this is like, we got Joni Mitchell, <laughs> like, reincarnated here. I'm like, this, <laughs> is, this is fucking crazy. I'm like, this is nuts. You know, and I'm like, one of those people I'm just a very I love so many different kinds of music as, as a oh lot yeah of, me too lot, a lot of people know like I I, play, I love a lot of different kinds of music and I I go from all the way from extreme like metal hardcore punk to like what you play you know and uh, mm-hmm. and I just I so much appreciate those that sound of that time period the singer songwriter generation of the 70s mm-hmm. and uh, I think you encapsulate that so well and I think you're such a breath of fresh air in what the music industry is doing right now um mm-hmm. do you, yeah how do you how did you get how did you get into that sound and like how did you um 
how did you really grow up like um valuing that sound and how you incorporated it into your music uh how you ended up incorporating it um, i don't know like i didn't really like folk music until probably like five or six years ago wow um, i i love music so i've gone through a lot of phases like I went through a 50s, 60s phase where I was just listening to like tons of doo-wop music. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. went through an Elvis Presley phase, which was like huge. Oh, and man. um, um <laughs> I really liked Barbara Streisand at one point. There's just like a really a lot of random singers Barbara. that I just like transfixed on kind of. Yeah, I yeah, then, I, I definitely see the Barbara in you too, definitely. I, yeah. I 100% can see that. Yep. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh oh yeah, my grandma, my other grandmother is like an Elvis crazed fanatic. Like she has yeah. like Elvis things all over the house. It's just uh yeah, so I, I I grew up with a little bit of the Elvis stuff too and uh mm-hmm. I appreciate some of his stuff even though he a little problematic uh you know, some of the stuff he borrowed from definitely blues, yeah. blues musicians and amongst other yeah. people though he wasn't the only one doing it let's let's not get it twisted but mm-hmm. he was not the only one doing that but you know he was one of the big perpetrators of that but um oh yeah but i i also appreciate what elvis was able to do in terms of showmanship and um you know performance uh on stage he's you know unlike you know many people so mm-hmm. um but yeah, I could see all that in you too. You know that you're very, like I said, you're very old soul. And I, I tell you, yes. listen, listen, you listen and love a lot of old music. And my gra- dad grew mm-hmm. me up a lot of the same way, you know. So I, I understand where you're coming from when it comes to mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, how would you describe your sound? Like, if you had to describe it, like, what would you? I know it's like a that's a very hard question to answer, but how would you describe? That is your sound? very hard question. Um, I don't know. I don't. I really like Towns Van Zandt music, so I, I have a couple songs that note that kind of remind me of his. But I, I mean, not a whole lot. Um, my finger picking was influenced by him. He's the reason oh. I wanted to learn that for sure. Nice. Um, song style, I I don't really know. I really like Peter Paul and Mary kind of mm. vibes and Simon and Garfunkel. So I kind of try to be inspired by their stuff but dude. i i honestly have no idea how i sound dude i mean who who doesn't like simon and garfunkel i mean i i don't know i haven't met They're a person great. i mean <laughs> damn man i <laughs> very very awesome group man they, they were they mm-hmm. were so good um I, I love listening back to their stuff um you know once in a while man. they they were they were really mm-hmm. really great um yeah the so did you know, where were you, uh, how was it growing up? Like, where did you grow up and like, and like, how do you feel like it influenced your music at all? Where, where you grew up? Um, so I grew up in like Oklahoma area. Yeah. And honestly, my family listened to a lot of like, uh, Christian music and just like older kind of music. So I didn't really, I kind of had to find my own music taste, Mm -hmm. but, um, I distinctly remember when I was probably like nine and I heard a Celtic Thunder song, which is just like Irish music to the Uh, extreme. And that was what started me into folk and all kinds of just like it started me down a rabbit trail. Oh, yeah. Traditional music. The rabbit hole opened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So growing up, I would say Celtic Thunder. I don't really know how I heard it one day at home, just but I remember the day I heard it and I was like, whoa. 
there's more out there. And yeah. So, yeah. So I that kind of influenced the, the change. I think there, I, I think we all as artists have had that moment where we were very stuck, like in, in listening to like one certain thing. And then we heard this other thing. We're like, holy crap, I need to learn more about this. Mm-hmm. For me, I think that moment, uh, there was a, actually a couple, I think I had a couple different instances when that happened to me uh, personally. And I think the first time was when I heard um, Faith No More for the first time. And I was like, holy crap, what is that? And how can I hear more of this? Mm-hmm. Them and St- it was them and Stone Temple Pilots. I remember were a very p- big part of my formative years in middle school. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I've already now I'm I'm dating myself really bad here. Um, I remember going on LimeWire and finding these the songs from them. Um, oh my, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember LimeWire. Uh, I, I actually don't, but I feel like. Uh, oh I've my heard god! Oh, I feel so old. Oh no! It's okay, I'm uncultured, so it's fine. Oh god, I feel now. I feel old. I'm like, oh no! Now I'm getting to the point where my guests don't know what LimeWire is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> uh, I'm old. Um, well, I'm, but oh, yeah, you're fine. So the, the guys, people that don't know what LimeWire was, uh, I'm going to explain this real quick. LimeWire was a very interesting, not necessarily probably legal um, <laughs> file, sharing, <laughs> file sharing service back in the day where you could find uh, music amongst other things. Um, and it was a very good way to get MP3s. And yeah, MP3s, that's a thing. Uh, people, you know, people listen to- Oh MP3s. yeah, I had one of those. Yeah. And, hand-me-downs. Yeah, <laughs> hand-me-downs. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, now, now, now I'm old too. Cause like now MP3 players are hand me downs. I'm like, Oh, uh. oh no, I, re- I remember buying one. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no, uh, LimeWire was a very interesting time. You had to be, you had to be very careful mm-hmm. LimeWire though. Cause it was funny. Cause like, you'd be like, yeah, it's just Stone Temple Pilots. And then you listen to it. It's like, that's wait, that's not Stone Temple Pilots. Like <laughs> you, you had, it wasn't like Spotify where everything was accurate. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Like you had to be very careful because sometimes what you were downloading was not what you were actually downloading. And people would label songs wrong all the time. And I was, oh man, what a minefield. What, what a time, <laughs> what a time 2005 and 2006 were, you know, I, I just, oh, yeah. great times, um, as a, as a 12 year old, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah, um, I used, you know, that was my opening period. I, I was going on LimeWire and finding Faith No More and Stone Temple Pilots songs. And I was like, whoa, man, I got to find out mm-hmm. more, more about this era of music that I just completely missed out on, um. And then another moment for me was probably around uh, my second year of college or for, like into my first year, into my second year of college, I'm from somewhere around there, like 2012 or something like that, mm-hmm. and, like 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, but uh, yeah, and then I was never a big R&B rap guy, you know, and a hip hop guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm like, I never really uh was into it i mean i would like certain things that were on the radio here and there but i never was like like oh man i i'm a super fan you know of uh hip-hop mm-hmm. r&b stuff yeah and then um one day i heard this guy frank ocean you know came out with this album channel orange and everybody was talking about it. i'm like what is the pipe with this everybody keeps talking about him and i'm like i'm like it can't be that good right like and i listened to that album and it absolutely i listened to that album and then i listened to i think i was also Kanye's first album I know I, I know Kanye oh yeah Kanye's a polarizing figure now <laughs> for for very good reason 
Um, mm-hmm. So don't forgive me if people get mad at me for talking about him in a positive light, but uh, Kanye his first album and, and Frank Ocean's first album were just like the whole openers, gateway openers mm-hmm. for me into different styles of music that I never was open to before. I, I always kind of dismissed that group of music and I was like, eh, it's not for me. But then that changed everything for me. I, it made mm-hmm. me, then it made me go and want to listen back to old R and B, you know, like 70, yeah. 70s R and B, 80s R and B, you know, 80s rap, mm-hmm. 90s rap, you know, all this stuff. And it just it opened the, you know, the wormhole for me. And uh, so yeah, I think we have all been there, you know. And, and oh obviously, yeah, obviously Celtic Thunder was you know the big thing for you. Mm-hmm. So. I also remember distinctly, and I think I was middle school age. My brother got into 80s rock. Mm. And so he would play that around the house all the time. So I really started liking 80s rock. So that's actually still a big favorite of mine. Favorite 80s rock song? Um, oh, gosh. Well, back in the day, I like Mr. Roboto the best. But... Mr. Roboto. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is an interesting answer. Uh, you know, oh, I, yeah. I, I... <laughs> I remember I remember watching the the first time i seen the mr Roboto video i think i was probably watching like vh1 classic at the time and i'm like dad what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah you're like what is this it is weird he was like yeah that was when six kind of got like a little weird i'm like okay <laughs> yep fair yep, enough i'm like for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah uh, also sticks very very awesome band um oh I, yeah it, regardless uh, of what I think about Mr. Roboto or not. <laughs> yeah, you know, their older stuff was really good too. Um oh yeah, they had a lot of okay. Oh wait, my favorite 80s rock would probably be this is really basic, but um carry on my wayward son by Kansas. Oh my god, man. Oh, Dad, I love that Kansas. Song. Wait, is that an 80s? When, I, I, don't I even think know when I it think came out. I, I'm gonna look this up right now, but I'm pretty sure that was late 70s, but um the, let's see, 76 so okay well that one's probably I'll, my favorite I'll, I'll just i'll just yeah we'll just chalk it up to yeah. oh yeah yeah well yeah whatever same era kind of kind of deal uh, whatever same difference yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. 70s uh what's what's time anymore yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> um, i tell you kansas was a very underrated band i mean i know you know oh, they yeah. had their big hits but they were they were just a really good band too a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of sleep on them when it comes to um uh when it comes to like that that era um, you know, they, they had the big hits, but they also had some really good deep cuts too. Um, oh yeah. Dust in the wind is also just an awesome. Song oh, that too. one is one of my top favorites. Also. I want to talk about incredible finger picking sets. Exhibit, oh, exhibit a right there. <laughs> oh yeah. I would love to learn that someday, but that's I'm a, intimidated, but <laughs> that's, a, that's a freaking, yeah. I tell you, Kansas, Kansas had some very underrated guitar playing, um, mm-hmm. when it comes to that era, man, they, they were, they were awesome, <laughs> awesome guitar all around the board, whether it was, you know, rock, rock type of guitar, folk type of guitar, they could do it all. And they were very versatile. And so they, they could do a lot of different things. So mm-hmm. very, very cool band. Um, but yeah, 80s rock um, was very interesting. My dad, my dad had a very good quote about 80s rock. And I always like, listen, I always like uh, think about this when he told me, he's like, 80, the 80s were a very weird time for music. There was a lot of like 
crap but there there was some really good stuff if you like really look for it and uh mm-hmm. i feel like that's kind of where we're at now in music yeah um, yeah you really have to search for the for the, the stuff the, but the really good stuff is yeah is a little harder to find but it's out there it's just you have to it is out there it's mm-hmm. just it's just not going to be readily available on the airwaves i guess you know it's uh mm-hmm. or you know in the trending playlists and everything out there um so let's let's go into um uh some of your like uh m- your music um so what was the first song you ever wrote if you re- if you remember i mean i sometimes i don't Gosh, i have no idea okay good i'm not the only one then <laughs> so, like, yeah don't, no don't I've feel bad because i don't either scribbling down yeah always been doing something here and there so i i really have no idea if if i could narrow it down what's like the first song that you really fleshed out and like really like turned into something so i wrote this breakup song oh okay and um i don't think it's gonna be released ever (laughs) oh oh, oh. (laughs) but it's not even bad but i do run in the same circles with some of the people so that's always "Mm, hard yeah yeah but that's always a hard hard mm-hmm. and I, that's always a hard thing to like i've grappled with this too you know there's certain songs that you just want to write for yourself but like some songs you just made they're like man maybe, mm-hmm. maybe i should keep that one in the in the memory banks you know oh, like yeah. like you know it's it's hard sometimes because you don't want to like hurt three feelings because sometimes it's oh like, yeah for sure you can you can do use any metaphorical language you want if it's obvious enough they'll they'll understand it's about them you know it's mm-hmm. and it's sometimes oh it's, yeah it's very hard to to balance you know getting your feelings out but not hurting someone else's feelings you know and i think mm-hmm. um believe it or not i you know i i'm not saying the show euphoria is high art or anything listen <laughs> I, it's a guilty pleasure of mine and my girlfriends uh, mm-hmm. um you know i think that was very well depicted in the the play that um um oh jesus i'm Wow, I just blanked. Um, Maud Apatow's character, Lexi, had did in in terms of like using creative art to express what you're feeling, but at the mm-hmm. same time, you're hurt. You could hurt someone else in the process. Yeah, and you it's have like to be, a, a very delicate thing. Yeah, you have to be very careful with that. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's a very, and I I don't know if I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. It's a very hard thing to balance um, in terms of creative art and in terms of like, is it it's like, is it helping me? But was it, is it doing something to someone else, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to sometimes check your, your ego at the door a little bit sometimes. Right. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and, definitely. And, and you go, you know, is this big enough for me, you know, to release? And then it's like, am I exploiting somebody? And mm-hmm. it's, that's, and, and that is one of the biggest things I, I grapple with in terms of the songwriting process, you know, and uh, I think a lot of creative artists do that too, is, you know, we, we have very weird, I think us creatives have a very weird way of expressing ourselves, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah, very I, true. <laughs> like we, we, we don't, we're not used, we're not good at like actually expressing our feelings. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. So that's very true. And, and yeah, I feel I, that. <laughs> and I, I think we we develop these odd ways through songwriting and whatnot to like actually do that. Mm-hmm. And, and songwriting is weird because like songs are, you know, usually the the 
the um mo for songs is like they're for public consumption right you know that's like yeah, the, yeah. that's the big thing is like we want to like we want to get those songs out there because we want people to hear what we're doing but at the same time you have to be like okay well, like am i am i using somebody at this point am i mm-hmm. am i using yeah. someone's likeness to like further my gain and i don't know i think that's a very difficult thing to grapple with when you're an it, artist yeah um, definitely and I, th- and I think you know musicians and and the authors have that you know the the worst worst of, of all um i think mm-hmm. I, you know as i think um as i think like like painting and drawing is a little more you know subtle and, and, and yeah and it, definitely it's, and it's it's a little harder to like you could maybe paint your feelings but it's not as obvious like what you're you're portraying mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it's more abstract where sometimes songwriting can really be pointed and towards somebody and uh, yeah because it's your own words so it's kind of like this better not get taken badly or right for, for the meaning right I, I know and I know personally that's like a big struggle for me and I'm like okay I'm like wording this I'm trying to word this away where I'm like okay I don't want this to hurt this person you know or family mm-hmm. family member or you know it's 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 difficult it's oh yeah it's really hard uh it, it's um and i think well let's talk about this and i i always like this topic subtlety in songwriting how do you feel about what's going on in songwriting now um i feel like there's a lack of subtlety in songwriting a lot, mm-hmm. a lot I think go- there is yeah going on now and I think there's a lot of very like um not so abstract ideas in songwriting how do you feel about that I mean I'm, I'd like to hear from you because I think you're a very good songwriter and I think you do well, the thank ex- you I think you do the exact <laughs> opposite of what a lot of people are doing now and I, I appreciate that a lot so mm-hmm. I'm, curious, I'm curious what you feel about that I really like subtlety. I mean, the the latest song I did was pretty, pretty unsubtle, but yeah, <laughs> for the most it, part, it was. But like, at least I don't know how to explain it. You know that that's a little different. You know, but yeah, that one was like I I actually wasn't even gonna post it, but I changed my mind. But wow, that what yeah, a, what a decision yeah. that ended up being for quite you. wild. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, your yeah. your songwriting, I feel like is very is for the most part is not like that, and it's very on it's very subtle, and it's very mm-hmm. like you can you can interpret a lot of things from your songwriting, and like you can interpret your own situation. Um, and I I know I've like related to a lot of what you write about, and uh, and I, I I think it's really good, and I think you have a very um, I I could see the the um feelings that you put out um are very. I related to a lot of that stuff growing up, you know, um, you know, maybe not oh, as much, wow. maybe not as yeah. much now, now, but I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like you have a lot, I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, but, um, you're I, good. I feel, um, from your songwriting, I feel like you grapple with the issue of, and I, I hope this isn't like too hard hitting of a question here. Uh, I feel like you grapple with the issue of love and commitment and, um, mm-hmm. a lot, um, from what I hear in your songwriting. Is oh that, yeah it terrifies is, me <laughs> it, i feel like it's a very big driving point of your music because i really yeah to, i really try to listen closely to your music um i mm-hmm. you know and i you know i've listened to it a lot uh um not to brag or anything but <laughs> <laughs> but um 
you know, and I try to analyze as much as I can. And I just, I feel, I come away a lot of time with, um, um, that big thing that it's a big point of your songwriting yeah you know, i mean you have a literally have a song called red flags <laughs> yeah yeah so much, yeah uh, and so how did i if you want to talk about it this is like you know up mm-hmm. to you how how did that influence a lot of your songwriting so much was was this uh concept of commitment and love and and how you feel um, about it i don't know i think i mean love is great but it's like I don't know, like a relationship. I just, I don't like the idea. I just don't like the idea of committing kind of, you know? So I, I just write about that a lot because I think about it. It's, it's a scary thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, someday I'll probably have a happy relationship, but I'm just like, right now I'm like, no. And and listen, this is coming from a guy who's been in a relationship for almost four years and Mm -hmm. I was, and this is what I mean when I related, I was the same exact way in my early twenties. Um, mm-hmm. I was on dating apps. I was on the like, but man, that shit terrified me. I was like, man, like, what if this doesn't work out with this person? You know, what if, mm-hmm. what if this, you know, what if I dedicate this amount of time to this person and it doesn't work out, you know, and it's a scary thing. That's a scary thought mm-hmm. because I think you get to this point where you're feeling like, well, you know, wow, did I waste this amount of time? Did I waste this person's time? Like, did I, mm-hmm. and you know, I went, I, I went through my dating struggles in my, my early twenties. Trust me. I, you know, I'm going to be very point blank and candid about that. And, you know, I didn't always make the best choices. Um, they didn't always make the best choices and mm-hmm. it definitely was, it, it became very scary, you know, because it's like, you don't, you know, I, obviously I think dating now is a very, uh, weird weird thing um um now especially i can't even imagine post-pandemic like how that's gonna oh, yeah. be this was even me like this is pre-pandemic and thank god uh, i'm not in the dating field now because i can't imagine yeah. how much yeah. that is a lot minefield right now um yeah but it, it's a scary concept and i think it's a good thing to write about because um mm-hmm. You know, how old, and I, I don't mean to ask, how old are you? Like, you're what, when you're 20? I'm 22. Mm-hmm. 22. You know, Taylor Swift, right? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, and, you know, we got to remember too, like, we're still in our formative years at that point. Like, it, it, as much as like mm-hmm. it sounds weird, like, you're still in your formative years at 22. Like, I know at 22, I wasn't ready for this. Oh, yeah. I, I know I wasn't ready for this fucking long-term commitment that I ended up making it, when mm-hmm. I, I ended up being, uh, let's see, 2018. Oh God, I'm doing, I have to do math now. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, 25. Yeah. Something like that. Um, <laughs> ended up being 25 mm-hmm. and I, you know, fully committed to somebody and, you know, but I know before that I was, I was probably, I thought I was ready, but I wasn't ready. You know, like mm-hmm. I didn't have that. Um, I didn't let my guard down. I didn't have that openness. I wasn't really in good therapy, you know, mental health state. And, uh, you, know, mm-hmm. I, you know, and that's a thing you have to consider too. When, when, uh, Oh, do, for sure. Yeah. Doing all this, you know, you have to be like, check yourself at the door a little bit. Be like, am I mentally okay? You know, to do this, like, am mm-hmm. I going, am I going to, you know, affect somebody else with, if I'm not ready mentally, you know, and am I yeah, going to hurt somebody if I'm not mentally ready to be in this? And, uh, 
yeah, I, I feel you on that, man. It's, it's mm-hmm. a hard, that's a hard topic. And I'm, I'm actually glad you write about it a lot and in, yeah. in, in your very subtle, interesting way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, was there like, was there certain experiences that like made you feel that way? Or was it like, uh, I don't want to, sorry. Um, I, I don't know if that's too personal, but I don't want to. Like... Oh, you're good. It, not really. I was in a relationship and we were dating and then we talked about marriage and it was like a very brief relationship, but I broke it off because I was just like, man, I have so much I want to do. I don't want to commit. So, so, I mean, I, I kind of handled it very badly and I learned from that, but so that kind of inspired a lot of songs also. <laughs> but at this point, I'm just like kind of happily, happily independent. But it's, it's still like a big topic for songwriting. I, you know, and uh, I, 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 you know, it's good. You know, I think that's important that you, you write through it. You know, I mean, that's, that's a hard mm-hmm. thing. That's a hard thing. I never even got to that point when I was in my early 20s talking about marriage. That's, <laughs> That's a, oh it, yeah, I was like, hey, slow down. I, I'm busy. I want to do stuff. That's a lot. I mean, how? Oh how, yeah. I mean, especially you probably weren't in a relationship that long, you know, right? Like, no, it was a couple months, and I was oh, like, hey, wow, yeah, um, that's, that's yeah. It lot. was it was a little odd, and that was my only relationship because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take a big break. So, <laughs> you know, and you know, that's not a bad thing. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, it's important to figure out what you want and figure out yourself, mm-hmm. figure out what you want to do before you get involved in anything like that, you know, cause oh, yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you, you, someone else might be ready for something that you're not you're ready for. And, you oh, know, true. Yeah. And, and it's very hard. It's hard to break that off. You know, it's hard to, um, I think, I think it's very, very difficult to do that because mm-hmm. you don't want to look like a bad guy, you know, it, it's, it's, oh yeah. You know, you feel like in the short term, you'll be the bad guy, you know, and, uh, you know, and I think that ends up, if you know, hurting a lot of people more when they don't want to be the bad guy and they don't want, they end up not breaking it off. Mm-hmm. And then in the long run, you end up looking more like a bad guy. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, yeah. 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 It's, it's, love's a difficult thing. <laughs> it's a, Oh, yeah. It's a really, really tr- tricky thing to, to grapple with. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really suggest that and you know, to people, you know, it's. Just figure out what you want, you know, before you do oh, anything. Yeah. You know, don't just dive into anything, you know, just mm-hmm. nilly willy, willy nilly, you know. Um, yeah, for sure. But you know, I, I think that's really interesting that you you had that experience and you, you're able to write about that. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I'm guessing the song "Red Flags" was that like kind of an inspiration for that, or? Um, no, this one came years later. So this one was just kind of red flags was just kind of, I sing a lot throughout the day and I often sing my thoughts and that's actually how a lot of my songs come around. So I was just singing about red flags because I had, there was this guy that was interested in me and I was not interested in him. Oh man. (laughs) So I was just like, nope, he's a red flag. I'm a red flag. Ain't gonna work. What? now that's interesting why why were you a red flag like is that that's because uh, no, that's an interesting i don't question. know i just don't like to commit to anything i guess so i'm just kind of like nope yeah commitment is a t- tough thing mm-hmm. and i mean i'm in my head a lot and i'm i'm actually very selfish with my time <laughs> so it's like Dude. man if i would not be able to handle having like a boyfriend right now and just be Dude. i would not give him the time of day <laughs> 
trust me from a fellow introvert i understand (laughs) i Mm -hmm. i man this is one of those things that i deal with so much um myself it it is so hard i i and i am so blessed um my girlfriend is so understanding about this and Mm -hmm. this this is one of those things like you know she had to get used to a little bit myself you know because like she's a very she's an extroverted person and I'm an introverted person. So, you know, it can't, there were some, you know, growing pains with like how I like to have my own time doing stuff. And, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. And I completely understand where you're coming from, man. It's it. We, I know a lot of introverted people that, you know, they just, we need that time, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you need, need the, the recharging time. We just... need that time just ourselves. Like let's do, I want to do what I, you know, set out to do i have certain things that i want to get done and mm-hmm. I, I just need to tune everybody out for a minute you know like i need to oh like, yeah i need yeah. to just shut it all out for a sec and i'm so grateful that i have a partner that is willing to give me that time and understands that like that about me and and, and i think that's so important if you're an introverted person please oh yeah definitely please 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 find that person that's able to understand that about you because if they don't understand that about you you should not be with them yeah it's not gonna end well (laughs) a a, a good person i I mean i'm not saying they're not a good person but they might have different needs than you you know Mm -hmm. but like a a person that's meant to be with you is gonna understand that and they're gonna work with you on that oh yeah and like that's that's one of the difficulties with being an introvert because a lot of people don't understand that it's like well what about me you know it's like and that's Mm -hmm. that's a fair thing and we're you know and i'm not criticizing that because that's a fair thought you know a lot of people aren't used to that and yeah for sure and it's like you have to look at it from their view view too because they they didn't grow up around a lot of introverted people and they're not used to be someone being like yeah well i need like a day (laughs) i need a day to like Mm -hmm. not talk to anybody they're not, and a lot of people aren't used to hearing that. And people are like, take that very personally, which I can understand that, you know, mm-hmm. trying to, trying to use some empathy there. It's like, I get that too. And it's, um, it's a hard thing to balance, but, um, yeah. And I, I, oh, I sorry, you cut out a little uh, bit. I didn't uh, hear that last uh, part. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying it's like <laughs> being in, introverted is a hard thing to balance and um, oh yeah yeah it's it's just very one of those difficult things that um i think we we struggle with and you know i think songwriting is a lot of our way to to deal with that and uh Mm -hmm, for sure everything so i'm gonna move on and talk about (laughs) the um (laughs) the song that you just wrote mama i didn't sign up for this Mm -hmm. so walk me through this how so there's a very, um, you know, pretty crazy world event going on right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> as as we all know, in, in terms of Ukraine and Russia, um, there's a lot of a lot of things being said, a lot of things, a lot of thoughts being thrown around. Where where did the inspiration for this come from? Let's like let's talk about this song and why why did you write this? So. I don't often watch the news like I stay informed but I don't like to watch the news because it's just like you know what it's it's too much but I mean it's good to stay informed so my family has um a couple like friends of friends that are up in Ukraine area so this has been very close to like my family's heart 
And my sister sent me the video of the Ukraine ambassador reading the text messages that I based my song off of. And so I watched that video and I was like, really, really like I was crying a ton and stuff. So I wrote the song probably within like 15 to 30 minutes of watching the video. And so then I recorded it and I just kind of like, I sent it to my sister and she's like, Oh my word, you should post that. And I was like, Oh, it's really, really, it's really heavy, but I did. And so that's pretty much, that's what happened. That's um, and now fast forward now, uh, the last time I checked your, when you posted that TikTok, and I looked, you had 2.2 million views on this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was crap. shocked. I was just like blown away because I posted it and I was like, I don't expect anything to happen from this. It, I, I wasn't very proud of like the tune of it, but the tune didn't really matter because I was, you know, it was from the heart. Uh, but then when it started blowing up, I was like, what's going on? And like what thirty thousand followers later too. Um, yeah. The fact, holy crap, man, that is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was stunned when I saw this because I've been following you for a while now, and uh, mm-hmm. all, always liked your stuff. And I'm like, man, I I know she's gonna blow up one day. Um, I never thought it would happen like this at this. Oh like, yeah, I did not expect once, this at all. At, all at once like this. I thought it would be like a gradual thing over time, but. Man, sometimes you. That's just what I thought. I was like, maybe in a couple of years I'll be up to like ten thousand followers or something. But man, I I take about like five shots of whiskey if I actually made it to ten ten thousand followers. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'd, I'd be like, yeah, let's party. <laughs> I I couldn't even imagine yeah. hitting that number. Um, and you mm-hmm. managed to hit that and more within like a couple days um that's yeah. that's fucking awesome man i i mm-hmm. am so happy for you and proud of you because you deserve it um and i'm going Thank to you. like i'm going to like brag about this because like you really do deserve it and i know you're not the type to like brag and like you're a very humble you know per- introverted person and you're <laughs> you're never one to brag about like accomplishments but this is what you did here. It was an accomplishment. You struck a mm-hmm. chord. You managed to strike a chord with so many people and managed to hit the feelings of a lot of people. And what I love too mm-hmm. is the biggest thing I love about this is you wrote it from the, the not so popular point of view right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Russians are yeah. taking Russians are taking a fucking beating right now. Um, and it's not fair because there are so many innocent people in this country, that country that don't want anything to do with this and mm-hmm. have nothing to do with this and are being affected by this nonetheless. I mean, I mean, Twitch streamers for God's sakes from Russia, not being able to make income because of this, that sucks, Yeah, man, yeah. that fucking sucks. And that's the thing that we're not talking about enough is like, I get it. You know, man, I feel, I feel for the Ukrainians. It's fucking terrible. This is, this mm-hmm. is a terrible situation. I can't even imagine. I could never imagine that. I, I am so privileged you know where i'm at i can't oh yeah me too i can't even imagine my home i can't even imagine my home front being in danger like that ever but also Mm -hmm. we also you know we forget about the russians that aren't you know involved in this and aren't had nothing to do with this or against this and i love that you did this song about that because it's it's i think it's a really good way to say like hey like you know there's different sides of this thing Mm -hmm. 
You know, mm-hmm. it's not a, just a Russia versus Ukraine thing. This is not that. And I think the media has ways of, of making it that thing. And we, it, you know, when it comes to like, dump, we're, we're here on the state side dumping out Russian vodka bottles. Like that's going to do anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, yeah. like that's going to fix anything about this fucking yeah. situation. And I love that you wrote that song from your point of view, that point of view, because, mm. you know, there are Russians that don't feel this way. There are a lot of Russians that don't feel this way. Probably a good majority of them don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for want, sure. And don't want anything to do with this. I know I've heard a lot of the Russian soldiers don't even know what they're fighting for. They have no idea mm-hmm. what they're doing there. So I think that was admirable that you took that stance. I, and I think a lot of people that struck a chord with a lot of people. And I think mm-hmm. it, I think that's incredible when you're able to do that with songwriting, when you're able to open people's eyes up to a different point of view you did something mm-hmm. and that was like that was all I wanted from it and that's pretty much what I got and I was just like so grateful that people understood what I meant when I wrote it it's just like it was really really sweet like I got a lot of nice messages and I was like wow uh I know it, you impacted a lot of people with this and I and mm-hmm. I and I fully believe when I you know when I listen to your songs even before this I'm like man this this girl is going to make a lot of an impact with her songwriting. Um, Cause you, you just have a, oh, a thank you. You have a real knack for this thing, man. I tell you, you just, you know how to um, say things without just outright saying them. And you just, you can, uh, I think a lot of people could relate to what you're, you're, you're doing because um, you don't always go out and say exact situations, but I think people can relate a lot to the abstract concepts that you just talk about in your songwriting. Mm-hmm. And um you know, this wasn't this one wasn't quite an abstract, but it I think it was done at the right time and from the right point of view. And uh, mm-hmm. I think you you hit the uh, the lottery with this one, man. I, I that was, was thank you. Uh, and I'm so glad more people got to see you because of this because I think you were one of the most talented people I follow, and I really do believe that. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Um. And I, I'm so glad that you have been exposed to more people. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I know now, and now I want to ask this question, cause I know I talked about this with you a little bit before I started recording, but mm-hmm. how, how have you mm-hmm. been dealing with the kind of the newfound like fame, I guess you want to call it, um, from, from TikTok now with this song, you know, with that comes a lot of different, different stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, how have you been dealing with that? The notifications, the f- new followers, the messages and everything. So, and you're being introverted. It's probably got to be a lot. For oh, you. oh, yeah. It honestly, it's been kind of terrifying because <laughs> I never really expected this to happen. And I was getting a lot of comments like and a lot of them are mixed comments because it is kind of oh, that's a, I mean, yeah, it's. <laughs> it's just from a different point of view. So a lot of people are saying it's like controversial and stuff. And I was focusing, that was like probably 10% of the comments I was getting, but I, I was focusing a lot on those. Cause I was like, it's I like, I was kind of felt bad, but then I was like, no, this song is not what they're saying it is, you know, and it, there's no use arguing with people on the internet, but it just blew up so much that I had to, I had to take a break for a couple of days. It was like, nope <laughs> yeah no and that's healthy um i think that's very healthy mm-hmm. that you did decide to do that i just hope it doesn't deter you from making anything else in the future because oh no i think i've i think i've finally made peace with it i was like you know what i'm gonna i'll do this again if i ever have the the need to do it again or the the desire 
you know, and I think but. a very underrated part of the song is it's only two minutes and five seconds. And mm-hmm. I, I love that because I think a lot of people kind of get wrapped up in song length sometimes. And like, is my song big enough? Is my song long enough or this and that? Mm-hmm. If, if you can get your point across in two minutes or less, sometimes it's even better. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm actually, I, I'm actually very, um, antithetical with that, with the songwriting. I'm like, I love writing like sub two minute songs. <laughs> I, I love, <laughs> I like getting like my bursts of like, just bursts of random thoughts out there in under like two minutes and just mm-hmm. being like, look, yeah, the, song, the, the song I just like wrote recently, like that's it. It's not long. I, I don't I actually was like thinking about adding more, but I'm like, you know what? I don't think I need to add more to this. I think I made my point in just, yeah, like, that's, that's how I do it too. It's just like, you know what? I'm, I'm fine. I'm done. <laughs> but why do I need to add more to something that I think I, I you know, I don't want to exhaust my, I don't want to just start adding random lyrics that don't make sense, you know, just to fill yeah. out. To, to like quote unquote have a different song structure or whatever you know mm-hmm. you know i don't like to conform to the norm of of like song structure sometimes i'm very like i you know it's funny because this is coming from a guy that was in concert band and like <laughs> very like strict music theory stuff and uh mm-hmm. you know, gr- growing up uh but uh yeah i i just like to challenge the the norm of that and i just like to do my own thing sometimes and just do short songs i i think sometimes yeah. you get, get your point across a lot quicker that way and plus trust now you know in this day and age short attention spans dude like we, oh yeah for a, lot, sure. <laughs> a lot of people aren't trying to listen to like a and, and trust me i i love prog rock and i love a lot of guys that do it man not some people are just not trying to listen to a 13 minute track of like you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just it's just a different different time now and um yeah it's hard it's hard to sell something like that to a wide audience now and you have to really love it to do something like that now because you probably aren't going to make a lot of money off of something like that um Mm -hmm. but so yeah i appreciate that you were able to make your point in such a short amount of time in that song yeah and I, yeah. I think that's really cool because the, the song only clocks in at two minutes and five seconds. I'm looking, literally looking at your Spotify right now. So I, I, <laughs> that's why I know yeah. that. Um, but I think that's really cool too. And a really interesting thing from Strong Structure Wise. Um, how do you, how do you like approach the songwriting process, Ellie? Like, I'm curious, like how you, how do you um, like start with a song? Do you, like you said, you kind of start singing your thoughts and then it just kind of yeah and then I just kind of build around it so I I don't think about it too much I just kind of put the words out and then I try and make them rhyme or I try to like arrange them nicely but it doesn't if it's something like that's a serious topic I mean this this recent song excluded because I got that out pretty quick yeah but um most of like if it's a serious song I'll probably take a couple days and I'll put it down then I'll come back and work on it a little bit but for the most part, I just kind of scribble stuff down and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And sometimes I throw a chorus and I don't always do choruses or bridges or anything, but I love that. it's just kind of like, I just take things and kind of run wild with them. So I appreciate that so much, man. Cause like I, I'm the same way. And I like, I just, I know a lot of people are like big on like song structure. It's and, and I get that mm-hmm. too, dude. I mean, it's like, yeah. I, I I'm so I'm actually honestly I'm jealous of those people that can focus on that I I probably have oh unique, me too yeah I have, I have like a probably I've been told lately uh by you know 
my mental health like experts that I probably have ADHD. So I'm, I think I do too. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty scatterbrained when it comes to like focusing on like making something this way, you know, sometimes I'm just very scatterbrained yeah, for sure. in terms of like the way I write, you know, and I'm just like, whatever, mm-hmm. I'm just writing my thoughts out. And then if it's done, it's done, you know, like, I, yeah, it, that's how I do it. And I'm just like, if they like it, they like it, whatever. I like it. So I'm yeah. Just, it, yeah. It, I, I have try- a very, Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Like I, I've tried to be the same way now. You know, I used to, I really overthink stuff and I'm like, oh man, what if I like, ha- I can't, maybe I can't release a song like this, you know? And now I'm mm-hmm. like, why not? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, why don't I just do that? You know, if it's, a, if it's a minute, 30 seconds, who fucking cares? Like who, mm-hmm. what's someone going to tell me? Like, you know, it's not fleshed out totally. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Fine. Like, yeah. It's really freeing to have that mindset. Like, I've been slowly getting that mindset over the past couple of years where I'm just like caring less and less about what other people think. Cause I'm like, they probably won't even see this, but I mean, I guess I'm wrong now, yeah, but like, <laughs> you were very, but, you know, Oh man. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's another thing. Us uh, introverts love the, the self hate on ourselves. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, yeah no one, no sure. one's ever going to see this. This is stupid. <laughs> well, like, I'm I, like, hey, oh, I'll release it anyway. Late. Yeah. <laughs> Man, no, I, I mean, I think it's really cool that you're you're very loose with your songwriting because I think it um, I think it makes that was what makes you great, you know. I think you don't mm-hmm. confine, I don't think you confine yourself to a box, and I think you're able to um, challenge a lot of the norms of 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 quote unquote what makes a listenable song now, you know. And yeah, you know, a lot of people are mm-hmm. like, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. And you just kind of throw that all out the window and you just kind of do your thing. And I, I love that about you. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> Cause it's hard to do that when everyone's like, you know, and it gets me on TikTok too. Everyone's like, all you know, is a music, you have to do this. You have to do this. You got to do this to be famous or like whatever, you know, there's a lot of that now on TikTok. I'm sure you see it. You're part of the music. Yeah. Community. I've seen a lot of that. I, I always skip past it. I'm like, who needs that? <laughs> <laughs> like, like what the heck? I, I like that. I, wow. Yeah. You're just coming right out and say it. You're like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, you know what? It's kind of do what makes you happy. Yeah, man, it's it's not yeah. about always mass consumption, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes if you're just yourself, sometimes it works, you know, and mm-hmm. and people people get it and they understand it, and you hit the you know, like you hit it big sometimes, and you got it with that song, and uh, you know that's awesome. Um, and uh, I'm I'm really just proud of you, and I'm happy for you, um, because like Thank I said, you. you're someone that really deserves that success, and. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate what you do. Um, and you've been one of my bigger supporters too. So I, and I just, I'm really, <laughs> it makes me happy to see you get that, that type of success because. Uh, well, thank you. I, I like when good people get that because it mm-hmm. deserves it. So <laughs> I'm going to actually, I'm going to move away a little bit from music for a second. I, as I always like to do this, cause I know there's more to you than music and mm-hmm. what, what are some things that you like to do away from music? Um, I, I, I actually going to, maybe I'll start it with this. And I know you have a lovely bird who I love and I am in love with. Um, oh, yes. My boy. <laughs> Ro- Roger, the, 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 uh-huh. the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how, was the, how did you get into like the, the bird thing? And do you, do you have more than one bird? I actually do. I have... Um 
this is going to sound horrible. I have six birds right now. No, no, no. This does not sound horrible. I'm going to explain why in a minute, but please, I want you to tell me about. Um... All right. So I went to my friend's house years and years ago, and she had a parrot that was kind of like in Roger's family range, like that kind of species. And he was just the coolest thing. And so years, like probably a year later, I got a parakeet and then I got more parakeets. And then they just, they start having babies. So I just got like a whole flock and then I ended up getting Roger. And then I have another bird who's like a larger bird. So I just kind of started acquiring. That's, and they're just, uh, yeah, I've got six now. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> and this is why I can relate to this because um, my cousin and, and my aunt, you know, his, his, his mom, um, back when I was mm-hmm. younger, they uh it started off as like one or two birds and it ended up with like a lot <laughs> um oh yeah uh they had um you know cockatoo named dusty i'll never forget dusty oh and uh and then it just it, and they also had a um oh god oh i'm trying to think of the species uh, i don't know if i remember him pepper I, what i know the name is pepper what was this? it was, was a yellow gray it was a yellow bird. It was a yellow bird, actually. Now, so oh. <laughs> oddly enough, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was a different different species. But man, I, those were the two OGs right there, Dusty and Pepper. Yeah, and, and like Aww. they were cool. Um, it got a little hectic though when they had like oh, it does, yeah, a, a bunch of them, and they were all flying around, pooping everywhere. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't like that part of it because I always smelled yeah, like constant bird. cleaning. I ended mm-hmm. up smelling like bird poop a lot when I would went would go home <laughs> visiting my cousins. Um, and I was like, oh, that's a little irritating. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but um, understandable. Yeah. yeah. Birds are very interesting creatures. Um, they I, are. Uh, they're actually a lot smarter than a lot of people give them credit for. Um, mm-hmm. um, I actually love observing birds. Um, I actually did that today. I actually made a TikTok today about it. I make stupid TikToks sometimes just because I, I don't care. And um, <laughs> I, I really made a TikTok. I, get that. I was in the Staples yeah. Park. I was in the Staples parking lot today and I just saw like a group of like seagulls um uh pigeons and then there was one goose i don't know why there was one goose the one goose was just chilling there <laughs> and goose was just like yeah i'm just gonna be here i'm gonna stand in this corner over here but like you guys can mm-hmm. do, you guys can do your thing i'm like oh, i've never really into more to a goose in my entire life i'm like <laughs> i'm like wow yeah I, I feel like i feel that goose like i feel that right now yeah I, yeah I, I am that goose in the staples parking lot Away from, <laughs> away from the all the other pigeons and seagulls and the crows that decided to show up after i was like mm. this is a very interesting gathering of folks here but um oh yeah yeah birds, birds are, very, are crazy birds are very interesting <laughs> creatures they're very smart mm-hmm. they're yeah actually, they are so intelligent they are really smart <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so you know they 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 pick up on a lot of things and you know they they know you know they, they know if you love them or not too, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're very, very, very well aware of that, you know, um, mm-hmm. for sure. God, I remember how close, uh, you know, Dusty was to my cousin, man. He loved, he loved my cousin. Oh my God. He would be on his mm-hmm. shoulder, shoulder constantly. I mean, um, it was just, uh, 
it, it was really beautiful you know a beautiful thing you know yeah it's, it's, yeah it, you know i try to cloud away the pooping and all that other stuff but uh you know i, I, <laughs> I try to remember the, that good part of it and i was like man that, oh yeah that, there's an awful side for sure constant cleaning yeah those birds really love my cousin and my in my mm-hmm. arm you know and it's like it was really mm-hmm. cool to see that and i think they liked me you know i think you know they knew yeah. who, uh, they probably knew who i was after coming over there you know a good amount of time and oh yeah and recognize me. So that was very interesting. So I, I have that same experience as you did. Um, mm-hmm. Not always, but like, you know, when I visited and uh, yeah, birds are really cool, man. Um, and I, I, I appreciate it. I, I love, uh, I love watching Roger, like pick at your fretboard. I'm sure you don't like that too much. Oh, <laughs> that's that was my favorite. It's so funny. He cracks me up. Oh my God. I was like, Oh no. Like Roger wants to play. Yeah. Like Roger wants to like, Oh, I want to see what's up with this. Oh yeah. Like, how does uh, this... I don't let him do that too often, though. He probably would break it. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one time he's gonna pull that thing, and freaking there goes the whole string. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. God. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so you know, besides from taking care of the birds, though, like what, um, you know, what else do you like to do in your free time when you're not working, um, working the espresso? <laughs> <laughs> the espresso. Well, um, most of my life, well probably the past like nine ten years of my life I've also been doing jewelry so I um, do like kind of light metal working and I do this thing called electroforming um, I did clay working for a while so it's kind of like I do a lot with gemstones and with copper wire so I I love yes. to make jewelry yeah um you were self-taught right like you like taught yourself all this you just learned what, like, yeah YouTube I did videos. use um yeah, in the early days, I did quite a bit of YouTube. I mean, still, that's, self, that's self-taught. That's self-taught. Yeah, you that's learned, true, yeah. Like, you didn't, like, go to, like, you know, like, you learned that on yourself. That's that's pretty wild, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're like a jack-of-all-trades. <laughs> I mean, damn. Yeah. I, I bought, you know, I actually bought one of your pieces of jewelry. Um, mm-hmm. uh, then come to find out, my girlfriend is, like, allergic to copper. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that was stupid. Um, but <laughs> They can hang it in the car or something. Yeah, that's what she is. She ended up hanging it in her car. Yeah. So that, it worked Aww. out, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I cannot please everybody go to Alisari Designs and buy on Etsy. Please support Ali. She's awesome. She makes amazing, amazing jewelry pieces. So beautiful. Um, I I'm like not the biggest jewelry person in the world, but man, I'm like, I love looking at your stuff because it's <laughs> so cool. Thank looking. you. And you, you do such a nice job. If you know, if anything, if you can't support you know, through it, it's, it's hard earning money through music, you know, and we all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't, you know, listen, you know, if sh- streaming Ali's music is not enough, like, please go and like, check out her Etsy and maybe buy a jewelry piece if you can, because it, her stuff is so awesome and it looks so cool. Um, Thank you. And, uh, I, I think it's, it's really, really nice. And, uh, it's a good, I think it's a good way to support you as an artist, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, if people want to like support you further, you know, and, uh, Oh yeah. And it's wearable. Yeah. It's fun it, stuff. <laughs> that, that's the cool thing about jewelry. You yeah. know, it, it's like, yeah. you can wear it. Um, you can, you can show it off and, uh, and style it. Yeah. You know, it, it's not always like a, you know, a shirt where you end up throwing it in the closet and you forget about it, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it's one of more, one of those things where you kind of, you have it and you can, you know, kind of have it present with you a lot more than a, than a shirt. Sometimes you forget about. So I, that's awesome mm-hmm. that you like learn how to do all that on your own and 
you, you do that away from the music too. And I think it's a good that you have that other outlet of expressing yourself too. And it's not just, mm-hmm. music, and it's not just music for you, you know? And, and I, I think that's really cool. Cause I, I know I personally have a lot of different ways I like to express myself away from music. You know, I'm, I'm a big sports, mm-hmm. I'm a big sports guy. I'm a big, you know, gamer guy. I'm a, you know, I like all that different stuff. Um, here, you know, I use the podcast about wrestling for Christ's sakes. Um, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it's important. That's another thing too. Yeah. That's good to have like second hobbies. Cause like, if you get tired of something, it's nice to step away. And I always like to stay busy. It's kind of like a nervous habit probably, but I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to set that down. I'm going to do this for a while until I feel like doing the other thing again. It's like, it's really nice. Oh, for sure. Um, so, um, let's talk about, I mean, like again, a little away from music. So like, what kind of other media have you been like consuming right now? Like what, what's, what other media has been like really like, uh, um, uh, ticking your boxes right now in terms of like, you know, TV shows or games, whatever. I, I, you know, I'm not sure exactly what you do, but, uh, you know, or watch or play or whatever, but. Yeah. I don't really watch like a whole lot. Oh, I saw Batman last night oh. off topic, but I finally watched, I, I was excited for that. Yeah. So I saw that um off topic but i don't really watch a whole lot of tv anymore just got netflix and i just i haven't really had the attention span to watch anything <laughs> oh, um i'll have to i'll have to make some suggestions to you later in the dms i'll have to <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> I, I, mean, I need some i i got i got some good ones for you on there so there, there's some, mm-hmm. some good stuff but yeah yeah how was uh how was that the new batman I, I know robert pattinson i heard he was really good um I liked Robert. He was my favorite part. Um, who, who doesn't? I like mean, Robert it was now, dark. I mean. Yeah, hey, it was. It was a. It was a good movie. It was a little too dark for me. I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's to be expected, definitely. It, you know, it's wild too, because like I remember, I remember listening to Lenny Kravitz's music, him talking about his daughter, and now she's like, here she is now like big screen like big time like in a big movie yeah. it's like whoa like yeah. that's so cool like man i remember when lenny was talking about her when she was like a little girl you know and like i'm a big a big lenny kravitz fan like mm-hmm. I, I love lenny kravitz and uh so it's really cool to see his daughter is like really flourishing now and you know it's, mm-hmm. i mean you could tell she's the daughter of lisa bonet for sure man she god she's like yeah spit, she's like a spitting image of her it's crazy like mm-hmm. to me like she looks just like her um and that's really cool i, I thought uh, it was really funny i i heard like there was like the big thing on the internet lately was like i guess like she she actually practiced like drinking milk from a bowl like a cat um <laughs> for the role <laughs> oh my and you can only imagine what that triggered on on Twitter threads. So, oh yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> so I was like, oh god, what is this movie? I'm like, I, I kind of might want to, might have to see this now. I'm like, this is, yeah, like this is this is different. Uh, that's an interesting mm-hmm. me- that's interesting method acting right there for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Glad that wasn't in the movie, honestly. <laughs> That's one way to psych yourself up for the role, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I always like to hear what people are doing, like it, media that you're consuming otherwise, because um, mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I find it interesting. Um, so, uh, what, like, you know, I know this is back, kind of back to music now, but if you had to say like a cover that you think is better than the original, what would you, what would you say? Uh, oh gosh. Your choice in that. Hmm. Man, all of the folk songs that I like, like my top favorite songs, everybody covered everybody's cover. Oh, and everybody yeah. sounded good, like unique. Um, I really like um, Peter, Paul, and Mary. They did a version of 500 Miles that um, oh. um, is just beautiful. It is so beautiful. So that one would probably be like my favorite cover. Wow. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've that one's that's such a hard question for me too. I know because like I, there's yeah. so many there's so many good covers that I like. You know, I always like the mm-hmm. one of my favorites is Faith No More's cover of Easy by the Commodores. You know, they they mm-hmm. did. I thought I thought they knocked it out of the park. Um, Mike Patton's voice is incredible, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Martin. I feel like if you really like a song, you would usually enjoy the covers if they're not like butchered yeah. somehow. You oh. know. Oh, there's some bad covers too. Let's oh, not, yeah, yeah. Let's let's not get it twisted. There's some really bad ones too. Uh, oh, yeah. But if uh, they do it right, they're all enjoyable <laughs> for the most part. Personally, I would like to nuke all of the 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 punk goes whatever covers because they were they're all <laughs> they're all so bad and they're not even like punk. They're like pop, like pop, basically pop bands that masquerade under the punk label. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, I could go on. That's a whole podcast I could go on about. <laughs> pop punk what a stupid term what a stupid term pop punk is. yeah god mm-hmm. I, I i hate that term so much pop punk that's not a thing <laughs> that's not a thing if you're punk you shouldn't be pop like doesn't no yeah that, that's yeah. the antithesis of punk <laughs> you shouldn't be popular <laughs> that's not the whole thing about punk is it's underground <laughs> i don't know i don't know it, I, that's old man yells at cloud Lawrence. no i get it though yeah it's yeah. it's so it's so hypocritical it doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> i don't i don't know it's so stupid um mm-hmm. so um who do you feel are like your best support systems in life uh as of right now um probably my family like my parents and my sister like i'm not doing college right now i'm just working and then trying to do like five side jobs on the side so but they're like, you know what, if you like music and you could try and get a, some kind of like small beer with that, like go for it. You know, they're very cre- like they're very um, all my creative pursuits. They're very supportive of those. So that's really nice. Yeah. Um, now, like what like uh, your family. And so like, is there anybody else like friends uh, otherwise that you kind of like? really really supportive uh, of your music um yeah I don't often talk with them about it because I'm just very oh okay yeah, you, you can keep talking <laughs> okay yeah I'm just very kind of private about it so I I don't often talk about it very much with people that I know but I have let it slip like hey I've got I've got some music out and then they'll give it a listen and they'll give me like feedback and then just kind of let it die. And I don't really push it because it's like, it's kind of, it's not everybody's taste. So music wise, I've just, I'm pretty private with that. 
but um on like the jewelry side all of my friends they buy my jewelry all the time so that's that's really sweet of them <laughs> yeah i'm glad that you have like a good support system in place and um, mm-hmm. i i you know that i think that's important when you're an artist too because uh you know it, it's hard when uh you you feel like there, you know there's people that just don't really um give you the time of day and don't really promote your stuff mm-hmm. um it definitely sucks when like you have um you know a thing you're doing and there's friends that clearly like see it or what you think are friends they clearly see it but they don't really do anything you know like they mm-hmm. just like they kind of yeah. like kind of pretend it's there and then just like you know don't really promote you or like you know talk mm-hmm. about good about you or anything they just kind of like forget about it or you know the worst thing too is like um you know like I, I talk about this a lot too is like friends that don't really focus on um um financially supporting you and, and feel like they're entitled mm-hmm. entitled to like free stuff um oh that's the worst yeah <laughs> have, you, have you have you have you dealt with that personally because obviously you have like a, a little small business too you know and I'm yeah sure- jewelry wise yeah I've had people be like hey can you do this and this for me and I'm like yeah, I gotta do a fee it's expensive to make this stuff that's, you yeah, know we're, I mean we're talking we're talking gemstones and metal like I mean that's mm-hmm. not and there's cheap. times when I've just I've felt bad and I've done it free and then I'm like dang it I, I really shouldn't have done that I'm out of a lot of money <laughs> Listen, but yeah that, like, that can yeah. be a thing but L- listen as much as i hate capitalistic society and all this stuff you know like at the same time you got to play the game you know and it's like like mm-hmm. man, like because it is like a job to some extent yeah like it, you're you know you're trying to do a little something to help yourself and you know mm-hmm. it, it's not a charity at the same time you know like you know as much yeah as, it's like i'm sorry but like if you're a friend of, if you're a real friend of mine like you would like buy that like you would buy that for me and financially support me and like be cool about it like i don't like people that think they're entitled to like free stuff just because you're their friend and i I think that Mm -hmm. always and i want creatives to know that like don't ever let that happen you know like don't let them take Mm -hmm. don't let someone take advantage of you because they think they have a relationship with you that's not cool like and that's not a cool Mm -hmm. thing a real friend wouldn't do that shit and that's not that's not a good thing to do to somebody and Otherwise, and on the other yeah, side, for pl- sure. please don't do that to your creative friends, unless mm-hmm. you, unless you guys are trading something, which is really cool. I love that, that you know. Yeah, trades are fun. Barter, you know, like a little, like little, like um, mm-hmm. old school, like hey, I'll do this for you if you if you make this for me, you know, like that's and that's sick because it's like then you know you get to do something creative, they get to do something creative, and you get to trade it, you know, and that's awesome mm-hmm. too. There's oh, yeah. at least a reciprocation there, you know. Yeah, and, and I've been of- I've been really. Um, blessed with my like current friend circle is they love to buy from me and they'll put in requests for stuff and they'll they'll pay and I'm just like you guys are so sweet but yeah for the most part like nowadays it's a lot better than it used to be Um, and I still like to give gifts so I'll just like sometimes I just give people stuff I'm like here but if they ask for it I'm like I'm sorry (laughs) this is kind of like yeah that, that's awesome and uh, plus, trust me i'm gonna be probably uh being a repeat purchaser soon uh <laughs> I, have, I have a couple <laughs> have a couple of family birthdays coming up and i know a yeah. couple, couple people that would 
uh, definitely certain someone that would probably really like what you make. So I, mm-hmm. I I'm sure I'll be, I'll be coming back for more. So um, well, thank you. Uh, That's nice. Yeah, Cause your stuff is really cool and I, I really love yeah. it. So, and I know you put a lot of time and effort into that. So mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely I need to update the shop. I haven't done that in literal months. So yeah, no, it's not easy. I know I got I got another friend that runs an Etsy, and uh, she she definitely struggles with that that mm-hmm. part of it. It's uh, they actually just took her um one of her products down the other day because it's a quote unquote self defense weapon. God forbid, right? Oh like, my, yeah, oh, sad. Yeah, because uh, she made like a um was it self defense keychains, you know, for like women and yeah. Uh, and they were like, oh, well, it's like a violent, you know, thing, you, product you can't like, and they took it down because oh, I guess the, awful. The, the, the way it was worded, but yet there's like other products on there that are like the same thing, but they didn't take those down because it's like, yeah, the wording isn't <sighs> gotta love Etsy. You know, it's like mm-hmm. uh, it's some, some bullshit. And I think, I think yeah. self-defense self keychains are a fucking cool idea. And I, I think that's, oh a, yeah. And they're, they're useful or very needed, honestly. Uh, oh. It's it's sad that it's sad that we do need them. That you know, let, yeah, let's it's sad. Yeah, let's it's put very it, sad. Let's put it that way, man. I you know, I'm I'm very disappointed in my uh my gender sometimes. Let's yeah. say the least. And that that is one of those where I'm just like shake my head. I'm like, God, it's disgusting that we're even we even yeah. Need but them. there's a lot of good ones in there. So it's just kind of you just gotta be be wary, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, so I, I get, you know, the Etsy thing, it's a Etsy hustle is a hard, hard life, you know, it's a hard mm-hmm. uh, side, side hustle to do, but you know, it's really cool mm-hmm. that you're able to do that too. In, in addition to your music. And I think that's really awesome. You have that other outlet for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So now do you, and back kind of back to music uh, more, do you, you have any other instruments you play or like besides guitar or is it or did you ever have a another instrument that you maybe want to learn in the future I did and I do like I've gone through a lot of phases so I think the first instrument I bought was uh it's called a zither it's like a little lap harp oh so I I bought one of those and I just couldn't stick with it this was years and years ago and then I put it next to my metalworking chemicals and it just disintegrated oh no so so i just like i can't even pick it up again because it's just ruined and i was like that was the dumbest thing i've ever done (laughs) oh man oh that's yeah i think so um, i think we've all had one of those moments though like oh oh, yeah i remember i spilled chocolate milk on one of my old printers i was like why did i have oh that's so sad it was just all over the place ants Mm -hmm. came in and i was like oh this was what did i why did uh-huh. I do that? I'm like, why? Did yeah. I, why? What was I thinking? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> we've, all, we've all had one of those, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, so, so I had. You okay. had that. And then what else did you have? Uh, I think after that, I moved on to a kalimba, which is like a little thumb piano. <laughs> I did. I took like keyboard slash piano lessons for like a couple months. And I just, I kind of gave up. I, and I, I, yeah. I stopped from that. I would love to tackle that someday, but me too, man. Me too. Some people <laughs> can do piano really well and some just cannot. Yeah. I can play by ear so I can like tap out a tune, but I can't go crazy, which I would love to do. Yeah. No, I, I've always wanted to kind of get better at in more involved with piano and keyboard, but I'm mm-hmm. also, I'm also like, yeah, I don't know if my hands would 
cooperate. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think mine would either. Yeah, I don't and know. There's something like something about a stringed instrument that I just feel so much more comfortable with. Yeah, I just it's more there's so I, much better. I feel like it's a little more flexible with what you can do, mm-hmm. you know, with it too. You know, you got you can yeah. do you can do string bends, you can kind of like do little different things here and there with pull-offs and like hammer-ons and all this other stuff mm-hmm. you do. Where piano, it's like you, you know, you're kind of limited, you know, you have to be really like technically good. And mm-hmm. and yeah, because if you don't, because you're gonna sound really shitty if you like <laughs> miss a note oh, on yeah. that. Where on guitar, you can kind of be like, ah, I kind of missed that note, but like let me I could like it's fine, you can wing it kind of a little bit more. Wing it a little more, yeah. But you yeah, know, yeah, I, I feel that. Uh, I like that you picked all like the weird instruments, so <laughs> I know I I don't know why I did that because these ones are hard to find resources for. So the zither came with like sheet music a little bit. So that one was easier. The yeah. kalimba, there's not much online unless you like, I don't know. I'm not musically inclined that much. So I kind of, I haven't stuck with that either, but I just got it out recently. I was like, I'm going to tackle that again, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So then, mm-hmm. and then after that, and I ended up buying my ukulele, I think. And so. Nice. I started that probably three years ago is when I bought the ukulele. And then maybe half a year later, a couple months after that, I ended up seeing my tenor guitar in a music store. And I was like, Ooh, so I got that. Yeah. And I like, that's really, and I found, I always found that very interesting about you because you don't play a six string guitar and Mm -hmm. uh, you you play that. I can't physically do a six string. My hands just, they don't work that way. I, and, uh, you know, and this is funny because I've heard a lot of women uh, tell me this because you know, some women mm-hmm. just aren't built with hands that that stretch like that and like have long fingers yeah. and stuff. And I, you know, I want any woman that's like listening to this that maybe have been intimidated by guitar a little bit like that's another route you can go like you could do that you get a tenor guitar and it's four mm-hmm. strings, you don't mm-hmm. going around as much like you might have to, you know, get a little creative, you know, you don't always have the the full uh you know the full arsenal at your hand there but you you manage awesome with Mm -hmm. it Um, and it's a good start like eventually i would like to move on to maybe like a mini six string or something and i i was playing my friends at her house the other day she has a mini and it was it's the most beautiful guitar and i was playing it and i was like i was only playing the bottom four strings but i was like i wonder if i could try someday but at this point i don't want to want to do it yet too much but I'm confident that you could do it. I think you with already what you've set your mind to and what you've already been able to accomplish with just mm-hmm. that. I know you could do it. It just takes a little time and mm-hmm. a little, little practice and those added bass notes, you know, it's like, you know, it, it, it oh, actually yeah. can make a big difference in certain songs, but like, I think it's commendable. Like what you've already been able to do with just a tenor guitar in like your songs. Mm-hmm. I it's awesome, dude. Like you are so you already like have the baseline, like, and you know, doing that. And it's like, mm-hmm. you, can, you can only make your music better if you get a six string and like eventually yeah. graduate to that. You can even do more. What you're already able to do with only four strings is like awesome, man. Like, and that that's, that's really good. You do more with less and that's already such a, a big thing mm-hmm. in music. It's not, and I always help you about this. It's not always about the gear. It's about the person playing the gear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gear, yeah, for yes. Sure. Gear can make a difference hundred percent. And it could definitely raise your game up a little bit, depending. But it always, at the end of the day, comes down to you and your playing. Mm-hmm. And you make 
so much out of that tenor guitar and i think you make that thing your own man. and i think mm-hmm. it's i think it's actually cool that and, and i think it makes you unique and different that you are able to do that with just that and you know maybe that's you'd be your focal point you can always use a strict string but you know maybe you just mm-hmm. you be the person like hey i'm the tenor guitar person <laughs> like i yeah, love it, i love my four strings about it yeah every time i pick it up i'm like yep this is this is the one for me it's just it's such a comfortable instrument for me yeah and i think that's cool and i think it just drives further to the point like the the, the type of instruments that you've been into and like mm-hmm. that you're like you're just a very you're very unique you're very different you don't really go with the crowd in terms of like every, what everybody else is playing and like Mm-hmm. and I, I love that man i love your individuality um it's such a mm-hmm. breath of, it's such a breath of fresh air from what i see yeah. a, lot, a lot online you know and i see a lot of talented people online don't get me wrong but it just your individual your individuality excuse me um sticks mm-hmm. sticks out a lot and uh i i and it's it's appreciated a lot i i from my point of view it's it's yeah, well thank you yeah and uh you, you really managed to um you know be your own thing and really do your own thing and uh you're you're a breath of fresh air in a world of a lot of uh fakes and a lot of uh mm-hmm. um a lot of the sameness so um mm-hmm. I, I think and i think that reflects in your instrument choices too <laughs> yeah yeah um so and now this here we go hard-hitting question here um how do you feel about the current music industry model as it stands right now, what are your thoughts? Like what, if, if Alisari had to give me a state of the union address on the music industry right now, what, what is it? I want to hear it. Oh gosh. Um, I like simplicity. So I, I just would like things to be simpler. I don't know. For the most part, it's, I just feel like it's dominated by a lot of pop, a lot of, uh, I don't know. It's a lot of the, the same. And I say that, but I do like, quite a bit of pop music but it's just you know I don't really listen to new music anymore just because I don't care for it as much so I don't really I don't have much of an opinion because most of the music I listen to like the oldest it gets is probably like early 90s oh yeah well yeah. I, I, I'm a sucker for 90s music so no. oh yeah <laughs> god yeah. I'm, I'm disgustingly I'm a disgusting 90s <laughs> addict I'm like I'm like Mr. Like I listen to the alt '90s alt radio station at work mm-hmm. when I'm, I'm like doing my rap meat rapping thing. I'm just like yeah, I'm like put the '90s alt station on and just reminisce about my my younger oh, day, yeah. my young young days. Uh, mm-hmm. But what is it? What is it about the newer pop music that you don't like? Let's um, let's dive a little deeper into that. I want to. I want to. Yeah, I just feel like it has a lot of the same theme. And again, I I don't have the best opinion because I don't listen to much of it anymore. Um, it just has a lot of the same themes, you know, about love and breakups and yeah, eh, all kinds of. It just always strikes me as the same, so I'm just like meh. I hundred percent agree with you as much as i actually like some of that stuff but yes mm-hmm. i oh yeah I'm, there's there's definitely a lot of um random ones that i really enjoy like i still like demi lovato a lot and everything mm-hmm. i i don't listen to a whole lot though so my opinions are bad but no, no don't say that please i i oh i don't i don't like you saying that because that's not true 
um, you, you have your right to your opinion and you've listened to a good amount of it. And I actually, yeah. I'm actually very with you on that. Um, I have a lot of the same issues with uh, modern day pop music and even just other mm-hmm. times in terms of music. Well, even rock, some rock stuff that it's just a lot of the same, you know, it's a lot of um, repeated uh, themes, like you said, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It, it, and like I said, it, I think a lot of the problem now with a lot of modern songs is like, there's just that lack of subtlety, you know, we're just mm-hmm. coming, a lot yeah, of people just coming out, coming out and just saying they're like specific, like, very specific uh i don't know it's just it's very corny sometimes and mm-hmm. it comes off very yeah. corny and very like um not genuine uh we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll put it that way yeah and, and and uh yeah it's a lot of the same concepts it's like this guy's red flag that's a big thing now everyone wants to talk about red flag i'm no offense mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no i don't care <laughs> no but that's, that's the big thing now it's like oh this guy had a red flag it's like that's a big thing now it's like everyone's talking about oh, yeah. this guy is a red flag this this red flag this red flag i'm like god can we just mm-hmm. dude, write something else please like a lot of it it's like pointing fingers at each other and there's just i feel like there's not enough like self-reflection kind of right right it's blame, which is it's, my yeah. favorite sort of thing yeah it's like you know we're not always the perfect person either you know like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah like, <laughs> definitely yeah, not yeah that guy or girl may have sucked but like we, you know maybe we weren't great either you know yeah like, yeah you know it's like let's let's look at that a little bit you know like and mm-hmm. some people are able to write about that too which is good and i think that's oh that, yeah that's a big thing but yeah i, I kind of get a little turned off when it's just the the, the very pointed like the revenge song you know like mm-hmm. and, and yeah. i don't know it's just that that concept is very tired i feel um mm-hmm. right now in, yeah, in, in the industry and i think that's something that i i hope people maybe step away from a little more um how about like and and I kind of another part of it. How do you feel about like the whole um model, the streaming model, and all this stuff now? Like, what, what's your thoughts on that? Um, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't stream much music. Like I use Spotify, and that's pretty much exclusive to what I use. Wow, that was a short answer. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, wow. I'm, I'm a simple person. <laughs> like, do, do you feel like, um, like the the payouts? You know, um, how do you feel like? How do you feel about that? Like, do you feel that people should be compensated more, or um, you know, it, I like, think so. Or, or do you feel like that definitely that model could be improved at, at all, or? Yeah, I know a lot of artists don't like putting their stuff on like Spotify and certain streaming platforms. Um, I've probably got like a dollar from (laughs) my streaming and I'm sure it'll be a little more because of my newer song. Um, I'll probably get a couple dollars, but (laughs) I really haven't haven't gotten much. And I'm like, well, that's kind of sad because my um, I had these really supportive friends and they went on a road trip and they just he told me they played my song the whole time and oh, it was man. at like 900 streams and i was like dang i'll give you some money for that or something and he was like no it was fun but uh, i i didn't i didn't see any money from that uh, and it was like 900 streams yeah well he's first of all he's a real one for that good oh he's a blessing he's uh, a he's a good soul he's he's a good dude for that and that's oh yeah that's a true friend right there um, oh yeah um 
but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a whack. It's so whack, man. Especially when you see how much like, you know, CEOs are making from off of this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's really whack. Um, at the same time, yeah. I can also, you know, I, I, I also see the, you know, the benefits of it, you know, you get your music out there and it's a lot easier to like really actually put your music out there now when, than it used mm-hmm. to be. So there's also yeah. that side of it too, but it's, it's also harder because now, now you're competing with a lot more people too. A lot more yeah, people are putting very saturated. Yeah. It's a very saturated very market. Sad. You know, mm-hmm. I, tell, I tell people about that all the time, you know, and, uh, it's hard. It's, it's a very difficult thing to deal with. So, yeah, I don't know. I, music is a very weird land, uh, to be in right mm-hmm. now. And, uh, I think, I, um, a lot of people have been telling me like playing live is such a good thing to do, you know, just like oh, go yeah. somewhere and do open mics, yep. which I'm, I'm going to try and venture into that this summer. I already really? like, applied. Yeah. For, I already applied for like a festival, Whoa. which I've never, never done that. So the whole idea is terrifying, Holy but crap, man, I'm so proud of you. That is especially <laughs> coming, just like from one introvert to another. I am like, Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank I, I, you. Holy cow. I can't even imagine. I would be terrified. I would be so terrified. That is so, yeah, bra- it's, that's it's such terrifying. a brave, that is such a brave thing. I, I respect that so much. I please, if, <laughs> Thank if you, you please, if you can have a good friend of yours film you. And, and I tell you, if you put that on TikTok, it's like, that's a big thing too, man. Marketing. Oh yeah. Marketing mm-hmm. wise. I, and I'm here. We go. I'm going to, turn to business major Lawrence here. Um, <laughs> um, I think that that would be such a big thing for you marketing wise to get your name out there even further. And you can, mm-hmm. that can really open up some opportunities to view, especially when people see you playing live and then they go, Oh, yeah. Hey, this person's pretty serious about what they're doing, you know, and they're yeah, playing- and it opens way for like a lot of relationships. And right, um, right. yeah, cause I, with my jewelry business, I've done a lot of, I've done three years in a row of, um, also kind of a local festival just selling jewelry and i have met so many people through that that are just like we're kind of like friends now and it's it's really nice and then they tell their friends because they're like this person is we love this person we love what they do you know and it's really nice i love doing stuff in person because it's just it's so nice yeah. Oh, that's, you know, and that's what you're doing is proper networking. It's not the fake, mm-hmm. it's not the fake networking that business conferences try to get you to do where it's mm-hmm. like, hi, here's my business card. And then they throw it away the next day, you know, and no one, oh, yeah. no one yeah. ends up emailing each other. It's just a bunch of bullshit. And it's like, it, trust me, I had plenty, mm-hmm. of those, plenty of those interactions through college, uh, being a sports management major. Uh, that was, yeah. A yeah. majority of my interactions at those types of things was a bunch of bullshit. Career fairs are stupid. Mm-hmm. Career fairs are stupid if um, both sides <laughs> aren't like really serious about it. And uh, most of the time they're not. So it's a big facade. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so what, you know, what you're actually doing is real networking. Like it's, you're making real relationships with people and then in turn, those people tell people. And then, yeah, like you said, it, it spreads. And mm-hmm. now I'm curious, do you, um, when you do these, uh, outings where you sell your jewelry and stuff, do you pitch your, mm-hmm. mu- do you let people know about your music at all? Or do you pitch your music or is that like, you kind of feel like you don't want to do that? Or is that like a separate entity for you? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like a separate. And I also like, I haven't been as serious about music as I have been the past, like probably the last half of 2021 probably was when I was like, you know what, I, I would love to try and venture into this more. So it's kind of, but it's still such a new thing for me that I don't really, I don't like to tell many people about it that I know or like in person kind of stuff. 
Well, I'm going to challenge you. I want you to try to do that. When you next go and sell your jewelry out in person, make like, it doesn't even have to be an intrusive thing. Like, Hey, listen to my music, man. Yeah. Have like a, you know, have like a thing, like maybe like a printout or something be like, Hey, I do music too. If you want follow my that's blah, 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 actually blah. a good idea like blah, 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 blah. paper yeah, like, it, it doesn't have to be a, an attack people with a hey i do music man you should stream my mm-hmm. stuff yeah you know like yeah like don't be like the soundcloud rapper drop like this shit, yeah you know messaging people hey here's my mixtape bro you know but, but like yeah you know but you know i have to do that you know it's it's you literally could just be an unintrusive thing like hey here's my music like there's ways to do it without being a dick you know like that's true yeah it, and, yeah, you know, I challenge you to do that because I think it would help. It could actually help you a lot and can, you know, if you're spreading that like wildfire and people are telling other people about your jewelry, why can't that work mm-hmm. with your, why can't that work with your music too at the same that time? That is a good idea. Why not kill two birds with one stone, you know? And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in turn, it's like, that's less time you spend marketing your music as a separate entity. Mm-hmm. And you can do it at the same time and you have more time to do other stuff. Yeah, it, it's yeah, I know. suggestions. No, I no. like that idea. You I know? do like it. I, I'll probably do that next time. I'll just print out a paper and mention it or something. Uh, I should have been a PR person. I tell you, <laughs> I, I, I missed out. Uh, I, I got to I, I should have just ventured into that. Just got to be someone's agent or something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you'd but, be good at it. it oh, geez. <laughs> oh, shucks. I don't know about that, but we'll, we'll <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I tell you, I, and that's like, have you, and then now kind of segue into that. Like, have you thought of like different ways of trying to market yourself musically uh, or like merchandise or besides the, obviously besides the jewelry, like, have you thought about making like Avasari merch, Avasari music merch, or, you know, I haven't doing like yeah. other marketing things like, and like, I know you and like, you're not the type to make the the weird tiktok video marketing videos of like yo here's my song i'm like you're doing mm-hmm. you're doing some like dance to it or whatever you know whatever people mm-hmm. like people do a lot of weird tiktok marketing things now to oh yeah promote their music but i know yeah, obviously i don't see you as that type to do that and that i don't think that's genuine to you and mm-hmm. um but yeah you didn't consider you haven't considered like doing merch at all or um i haven't honestly it's still all so new and i i don't use like the best recording equipment for my music and i'm like if i really want to advertise this i would probably wait a year or two in the fe- um in the future because i want to get to a point where i'm like a little more confident and a little more kind of taking it slow that's fair hey no there's no problem with that you could do it at your own speed mm-hmm. i just i just suggest when you if you do start playing live it is good to have some things to sell people because you know it's like again that's something where they they you can also it's it's a again another two-in-one situation not only um you know having a merch table or whatever um allows people to buy stuff from you it allows people to talk to you personally mm-hmm. as that's well very true. Um, that's very true and, and it facilitates interaction and um you know experiences people have with you and mm-hmm. um not saying that you can't do that without merch. You could always, what you'd always do is like, you know, be like, Hey, you know, like after you're done with your set, like, Hey, if you want to talk to me after the show, like, um, you know, meet me over here, this, this portion or, or place and whatever, you know, um, mm-hmm. at the venue, you know, or, uh, 
or whatever. You know, you could always do that too without merch, but you know, merch is always, you know, it's a, it's a drawing point where people, it draws people in like, Hey, Ooh, let's look at that. And then, Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I like merch. It's fun. (laughs) Yeah. And it it also, and it doesn't have to be t-shirts or anything. It could be something creative. You're a creative person. I'm sure you can come Mm -hmm. up with some really cool handcrafted things that relate to your music too. And yeah. uh, And uh, I I think that could be a really good like next step for you to think about, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. when it comes, especially when you start playing live and stuff, because that, you know, that live music, it's all about interaction, interacting with people. Mm -hmm. um, Very true. And I know that's a scary thing for introverted people (laughs) like yourself and Mm -hmm. myself. Yeah, it it is. But, you know, it's a part of the gig, you know, you you know, yeah, and it's it's what you do when you're out there. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I. You know, being introvert doesn't mean you don't like people. You know, let's laugh. Like, oh, I love people. Yeah, I'm just, just like in, in, don't like limited, to talk all the time. <laughs> yeah, limited doses. You know. But, yeah. But you know, the good thing about um that thing, you know, when people see music, is that they usually have that common interest with you anyway. So it's mm-hmm. not like you're talking about things that exhaust you. You know, you're at least talking about things that um, mm-hmm, that intro- you both enjoy, both enjoy and interest you. And I know that's a lot easier for people that are, you know, introverted to do that. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you have that common interest and it's not just, you know, random small talk about whatever. And, you know, um, but yeah, I, I think that would be really good for you. You know, if you're really taking this step to play live, which I'm, like I said, I'm commend you for doing that. It's like, the hard- that is like the hardest thing to do, I think. Yeah. With, when doing music stuff. So, um, you know, proud, proud of you for doing that and, and taking that Thank step. You. Um, but yeah, I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to it. And, and like I said, have someone there to film your stuff, please. Like I, that's such I a, will. That, that is such a thing that people forget something that can forget sometimes like mm-hmm. have, have like a good friend there, you know, that's willing to support you and, you know, and be like, Hey, you know, film me or even some other mm-hmm. person, you know, you can always get some, maybe someone else that it doesn't have to be your whole set either. I'm talking, you know, it could be like, yeah, cl- just a couple clips, maybe a couple of clips, even for your TikTok or yeah. your Instagram or whatever, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I think that's, that you know that would be really beneficial to you in the long run if you're going to do that mm-hmm. um you know, and i mean i i can't guarantee i'm actually going to be playing there i did apply but i haven't heard back it's been a couple weeks so hey, I, hey, listen, i'll keep trying but yeah don't quit all right you know like, yeah some people don't see it you know so just mm-hmm. you know just keep going it's hard i know but like i know you're going to be able to do it you have the ability to do it so i i know you got that in you thank you yeah and someone someone will see it you know it takes take some time mm-hmm. sometimes and it, mm-hmm. it's happened and, and that's happened to some of the biggest artists you know that are out there it took some time but it it happens so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so ellie where are you going from here like what's what's next what's next for you like project wise or do you have any plans you know coming up i do so before this um recent mama i didn't sign up for this before that song did its thing i was working on a very like casual album just kind of a a clump together of songs Mm. so i've been slowly finishing songs and like slowly recording them and then i actually have a friend on tiktok named jack and he offered to master the songs for me which is really nice because i have no software for that so i'm gonna hire him to do the all the mastering on the album nice 
Mm-hmm. Uh, see, this is so, why I like the TikTok music community, man. Computer- yeah, there's there's a really good community on there. There's there good are so folks. many like they've been my biggest supporters, honestly, is a lot of the mutuals, you included. There's just this circle of mm-hmm. good people. And I'm just like, <laughs> wow, I did not expect this from TikTok. Oh uh, no! There, I've come to realize there's like so I've met so many cool people from the, yeah, the, it's amazing the TikTok music folks, man. They're they're such mm-hmm. a support, such a supportive bunch of people. Um, I I mean I you know I ended up doing so many podcasts with so many of them now, you know, and there's so many cool mm-hmm. people that, um, like I said, I've made a lot of good relationships with. Um, and uh, and I think that's something that's doesn't go unnoticed, you know. And I'm glad that, mm-hmm. that, you know, you've were able to find that, you know, especially to master your own songs is, is sick. Mm-hmm. I know that would be a, a process. I would be scared as hell to undertake myself. So, oh yeah. I was like, I have no idea where I'd even start. Uh, oh, and then I, I actually have yeah. another um, friend on there who messaged me. and was like, Hey, I like your song, Sabrina. Can I collab with it? So wow. I sent him the file and he, he added harmonies. They're beautiful. And he added piano and everything. So that'll probably be my next release, which will probably be in a month or two. I, I haven't decided yet, but so there's some stuff coming. <laughs> that's so sick, man. I, I'm so happy mm-hmm. to hear that. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, do you have like a, an album title in mind for, for it or not yet? Oh. I couldn't decide it's been such a slow process i was just like i haven't decided if it'll be one of the songs that's like a feature song yeah. or if it'll be something unrelated i mean just personally i'd just call it roger's conquest or something like that <laughs> just, just be, i like that honestly just put roger on the cover it's just, just yeah just be like i, Ro- I might actually do that roger tribute just album like, yeah there. yeah just roger just fucking yeah just sitting on the cover like yeah yeah <laughs> There you go. I don't. I mean, maybe don't even put a title. It'll just be like, yeah, that's him. Like, just yep. That's there's a, that's, Roger. <laughs> that's the album. Yeah, it'd be like the like the Led Zeppelin album. It has like no like yeah. name, name on it. It just be like Roger. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. I actually might use that. He's got I, I, a lot of yeah. glamour pictures. I oh, could just. Oh God, yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. He's got I, a ton. He's like, I'm trying to be famous. Like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. like when, when are you? Mm-hmm. When are you? Gonna, when are you gonna fucking recognize this? Like, come on. Yeah. Like. Like, come on, man. I'm good looking, dude. Like, you know, like, yeah, what's up? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, and what, you know, now I, I feel like you ha- probably have a really good answer for this. Um, And obviously, I'm, I think you've already kind of done this with your latest song um, in a way. Uh, but like giving back with music uh, or, you know, different like causes you have vested interest in, like, do you have like different causes that you know you like to support or um are very very like passionate about and like do you would you ever think about using music to help like support those causes for sure um not too often but i mean with this most recent song like if i make any money off of it which i haven't seen any yet but if i did i that was gonna go towards like the ukraine um the whole thing there because we do know people there and it's just it's such a heavy time for the most part I just kind of most of my other music I haven't really focused a lot on like supporting a certain thing it's a lot of self-reflection kind of 
kind of stuff. Nice. Good on you for doing that. That's awesome. (laughs) That's, that's Mm -hmm. so cool. I always, I love when artists do that and I'm just, uh, it makes me very happy and good feel good inside. Cause you know, it's Mm -hmm. very, it's hard, it's hard enough to make money off of music as it is. And to even give even some of that to someone else, uh, and for a good cause, it's just so cool. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and very selfless. So, uh, very proud of you for doing that. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, and I, I think that's really good. And I think it's important for artists to at least do something like that, at least a couple of times in your life, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, for sure. Whether, you know, donate some, you know, a precedes of a live show to something, um, you know, important or whatever, you know, it's like, sometimes it goes a long way in terms of your image, you know, to, um, not to make, mm-hmm. not to make, um, selflessness about a marketing thing but it, it, it's you know it's another yeah i understand what, it's yeah, another what yeah it's a way of like being like hey you know like this person cares and you know hey mm-hmm. like, like maybe i'll follow their music because they care and they care about mm-hmm. they care about others and yeah. they care they, they have passions and causes they want to support so i want mm-hmm. to i want to support them in turn so and now here's my final big question for you what um advice do you have for other indie artists um gosh i would say this is really simple um just don't take things too seriously i mean i know a lot of people bank on this for a career and i would love to do that and i might still try and do it but it's just like if you take things too seriously it can be so damaging for for your music for your mental health it's just like yeah take it easy (laughs) just focus on enjoying things i um like man i couldn't agree with you more than that uh i tell Mm -hmm. you i see that a lot on tiktok um i think a lot of people will get really down on themselves because they're 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 expecting you know to be like the doja cats and the fucking you mm-hmm. know meg the stallions of the world where they just blow up you know and they're not blowing up and they're like man what am i doing wrong like mm-hmm. and, they, and they get really they get really down and out about themselves like oh hey you know i'm not making anything worthwhile and and they like you know they make the videos about it, like hey you know this and this and you know this yeah i've seen you know. those definitely yeah and, and, and it's like you know i'm not doing this right or like you know i'm not i'm barely getting views like oh you know, it's like, oh man, just, mm-hmm. just keep making stuff. Just keep making stuff. Like, don't let that stop you. It's like, not all about that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you have focus to, on enjoying it. Don't, yeah. don't, don't have this, these big expectations sometimes, you know, just uh, go and do your thing, dude. Like at the end of the day, music's supposed to be fun, right? Like in, in a stress relieving thing, mm-hmm. like a, like a stress relieving, like release it's a creative release mm-hmm. man yeah don't, don't make it like a job don't make it i mean yeah you have to treat it like a job in some ways i and i understand that to make to get what you want to be and i 100 yeah totally totally and, and, understand and, and there's a balance with that but like don't make it your you know mm-hmm. but if you, you know, put too much pressure into it or too much yeah. too much thought you know without like focusing on enjoying what you're doing it's just it can be so damaging when when it stops being fun that's that's mm-hmm. that's not that's not good man and it's an effect mm-hmm. your music. it's going to affect your music and i 100 yeah, guarantee you it will because you're not going to put your heart and soul into it you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna just uh, you're gonna go through the motions and you're just gonna be like oh, let me just make this you know to make it and you know i'm just gonna make this filler song just to have a you know some tiktok views you know 
mm-hmm. it, it just you know hopefully somebody you like likes it or something you know, and um you know try to make things you like <laughs> you know like don't mm-hmm. don't yeah. force yourself you know don't force yourself you're not feeling inspired don't do it like yeah don't don't force uh you know something that you're not you know as particularly proud of i'm not saying don't you know yeah we're not, not all of our songs are going to be winners but mm-hmm. and trust me i've been there you know i've made some songs that oh I'm like, yeah you know oh man i thought that was gonna be a little better but you know but at the same time i was like at least when i was making it i was like okay like i have something i have something I can yeah you don't, have something mm-hmm. yeah but like don't don't make something you're just completely like i'm just gonna make this just to make it you know mm-hmm. that's when that's when like that's when things stop being fun you know and that's when it yeah that's when it becomes just like consumerism uh yeah for sure and, and uh yeah, that, and that's that's the type of stuff like you could really lead down a, a really dark road, you know, when, when you get to that point too, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes, comes to substance abuse and, and whatnot, you know, and that affects a lot of cr- creatives. Uh, oh, yeah. We all I know. think that happened a lot in the old days too. It, yeah. And I mean, it's still happening oh, now, but God. it's just like I mean, so many deaths. Yeah, and just, I mean, when you got it's so sad, you know, when you got these 20 year old, you know, kids, you know, dying of xanaxes and and shit Mm -hmm. you know and like Mm -hmm. it's i mean that's blind-blowing to me man like you know yeah um yeah a couple of the guys that's happened to it's like what the hell you know um a couple of who am i i'm trying to think of who recently that happened to and i'm like drawing a blank it Uh, was someone and i can't remember either uh juice world uh was you know one being one of them uh you know he oh yeah yeah i mean that was a what was he like 20 years old 21 years old he couldn't he couldn't have been more older than that yeah i mean you know at that point man you know it's like it's i think you know i think that definitely you know could had a lot to do with you know what when the music industry pressures you you know and Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, when it stops being fun like that and you have to do that to escape it you know it's like man you know yeah maybe yeah. got to reevaluate some stuff here and mm-hmm. so you know it, i think it's important as artists to not let it get to that point and i think you make a very good point about you know just don't always have these crazy expectations and don't get let yourself get burnt out on it mm-hmm. I, I, that's so important um but uh, you know before we stop is there anything that you want to add about yourself that i maybe missed or uh or anything or do you want like anything you want to promote or or whatnot not really i think we covered everything for the most part well that's good i i uh ali i really appreciate you taking the time uh, Mm -hmm. thank you so much um to do everything uh here and you were awesome Uh, i really appreciated hearing um your your very unique points of view on things and uh (laughs) Thank I, you. I, like I said, yeah. I think you're a very, very unique artist that um, has a lot of individuality. And I, like I said, I think that sticks out. And I hope even more people start to see that soon. Because obviously, I think people have already started to see that uh, with what you've mm-hmm. done lately. Um, and I'm very glad that you've kind of started to blow up a little bit. And I, I only think it's going to get better and better for you. Uh, as Thank it goes. you. Yeah. It was a lot. And I, I'm actually just really excited to see your journey. Um, in music and and whatnot and uh you know good people in my opinion like good people do end up getting good things you know it, it may not be the exact way you uh envisioned it but i mm-hmm. i think and i think this is one of those moments you know 
for you. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, like good people really do get good things eventually. So um, well, thank you. And, and I'm looking, I think me and my, myself included, and I think a lot of other people on TikTok uh, and, you know, I, and I, trust me, I checked the comment sections. I know you have a lot of supporters that are actually mutual friends of mine too. And mm-hmm. uh, on TikTok. And uh, I, I think, I think I, they shared a lot of the same thoughts I have about you and uh, your genuine art that you make. So um, I think mm-hmm. everybody's very excited to see what you do on there. And uh, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. So where, where can people find you though? Um, yeah. You know, let people know I'm going to put it in the, I always put it in the podcast description anyway, but you know, if anybody just wants to hear where you, uh, where they can find you. Yeah. So I have, I mean, I don't have a website yet. I should probably set one up. Um, I'm pretty much just all sorry on basically every streaming platform. I'm on TikTok under the same name. Um, I do have an Instagram account. Also, I, I believe I changed the username, so that would be the same name as well. <laughs> and um, I think I have, yeah, I have a YouTube. I don't really post on there much, but I do have a YouTube. Same name. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, something I, I suggest now is like a lot of the big thing, and I, I see a lot of people use it now, and I use it even too for my the podcast is like the link tree or like the milkshake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if anything, if you don't feel like making a big a whole ass website, you could always just do that, link people to very good want. idea. I, I think I should definitely because yeah, you got, I'll look into that. Yeah, because you got the Yetzi shop, you have the streaming stuff, you could always just put all that on there in one shot, and then it's so easy to just share that link, and then people just go see everything, mm-hmm. everything that you have, it's just right there. Um, so you know, I definitely would recommend that as a start. You know, you can always make a website mm-hmm. too at the at some point, but just mm-hmm. uh, another very good idea. Yeah, I like the link tree idea. I'll probably do that. Thank you. No, you're no problem. Anything I can do to help, you know, I, I just I have my, you know, I, I look at, I have, you know, I minored in marketing a little bit, you know, in college. Mm-hmm. So you know, I try to, I also try to look at things from that point of view as well, you know, um, mm-hmm. in terms of. I'm yourself. so laid back about everything that <laughs> I just pretty much wing it day by day. And then I'm like, oh, I should probably do this and this to, to yeah. promote things or something. So it's just. I don't put a whole lot of thought into it. And I think I should definitely put more into it, but yeah, this is why a lot I mean, of, it's a slow process. So. Yeah, this is why a lot of creatives have their own like teams and stuff to do that for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard for some people to do that. It's not, it's not like the easiest thing in the world. It's not natural to some people to do to, like, mm-hmm. talk, to talk about yourself and be like, Hey, listen to me or like, yeah, yeah. Buy my stuff or whatever. You know, it's not obviously not saying that, but like, you know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I appreciate you taking the time and uh, uh, thank you for being on. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you, everybody, again, for listening to Viral Music Hub. Um, uh, you know, I'm not sure uh, who I'm going to be having on uh, next, but uh, I'm sure it'll be another good one. And uh, I'm always looking for new people. So um, please, if you want to be on the show, let me know. DM me, um, whatever. Um, and I will, I'll see what I can do and, you know, I'll listen to your stuff and see about having you on. So, you know, always open to suggestions of having people on. So thank you all for listening again. Take care. Have a good one.